You know they <laughs> gotta look up with me first. Is. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports game time, they speak their minds a little bit. The sports medicine, the sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Fuck out. Yo, y'all know what it is. What's good, War Room family? Once again, live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. Got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin in the building. The 2021 NFL Draft is tonight, and Cliff Kingsbury will not get a chance to stun on us in his living room this year. Because they're going live from the venue. We'll get the final pre-draft thoughts from Fred Perdue. Also, there were several lists this week that got people up in arms. Another reason we don't engage in that list BS. Most folks don't understand the definition of an opinion. But we're going to discuss it all as well. So sit back, relax, bust it up with your brothers in the war room once again. So, of course... You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter, wherever we're there. You know, if you got anything to say, uh, post it and, and we'll try to get to it and talk about it during the show. Answer any questions or, you know, any comments, whatever. We'll also be taking your calls in about 20 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at numbers 323-410-0012. So whether you're with us live or not, we just need to remind you that during the week, anytime we're not live on the air, you can still check out archive episodes of our show. So we can be right there with you, getting you through your work day, whatever. Um, us and all of our partner shows on the World of Sports Podcast Network, such as the Broad Street Line, John Appetit, uh, Tissue and the Tape, Hip Hop Podcast, uh, On the Couch with the Wilsons after further review. Man, all of that stuff can keep you busy during the week when you need something to pass the time. So make sure you check out the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that at our website, warroomsports.com, on one of, the, one of the many major podcast listening platforms because we are on most of them. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode. What up, bros? Y'all watching this draft for the next three days or, or, or nah? Hell no. No, I'm cool on the I'm cool on the underwear Olympics, man. Yo. Draw, come on, man. Everybody no, watch this thing for three days, y'all. Y'all don't get no moisture. That's all I'm gonna say, man. You might get the first like first round, maybe second round, maybe third maybe the third round, man. Maybe maybe the maybe the first thirty minutes. Jim, you I'm you're gone. a little low. I mean, turn turn you up in your headphones. Turn you up in your headphones. Turn you up in your headphones. Oh my bad. I don't know what's going on. You got any better now? Yeah, I'm gonna watch uh, a little uh, bit first. I'm gonna watch the first twelve picks and I'm out. First twelve <laughs> slaves to go and I'm out. I see what you did there. Yeah, you I know what's going on in twelve. <laughs> no, you watching a couple uh couple of days you don't get no moisture. <laughs> no. Unless and unless you know, unless you just that dude 
and you getting moisture on the couch while you watching. <laughs> ah, <laughs> but you making her do all the work while you face the TV. Then you that dude, but I don't think a lot of y'all doing that. A lot of y'all be trying to watch it with other dudes. Um, anyway, <laughs> we we're gonna talk about what we came here to talk about, man. Let's get right into these hot topics. Jimmy, I gotta ask you before we get started, though, man. How you feeling, man? Cause um, I I, I took the serum earlier this week, and as you know, I was I was out for a good twenty four to thirty six hours. I was on death's door, cause you know that Moderna joint be, I don't know, it be doing something different to people, man. Yeah, the, the potion wasn't yeah, the move. I was, yo, I had oh. I had a I had a fever that wouldn't go away. As a matter of fact. I had to sit in the parking lot at, at one of my son's basketball games on Tuesday evening because I knew I wasn't going to pass the, the temperature check to get in. So I just dropped him off, Yo. waited in the parking lot, and then waited for him, you know, waited for him to come back out, took him home, talked Yo, about the Yo, my limo was outside. Yo, that's, I'm really, Yo, I'm really his up. lackey now. I'm really his lackey. <laughs> his I don't even get to go into the venue. <laughs> I posted up outside. I should have stood up when he came out with a with a little joint with his name on it. Young <laughs> Master McMillan. <laughs> I can relate. Wow. Oh, yeah, I had I had chills. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Damn, Jeffrey. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, and, and the I potion was lost today because I, I just slept all day yesterday, but I was never like sick. I wasn't sick at all. I was just tired as hell. I was. I, I basically lost a day to sleep. Um, you know what I'm saying? But today I'm back up at it. I'm good. I'm good money. So it wasn't as bad as yours, bro, because I know you were struggling. Like you was out there with a fever and whatnot. Yo, I had a dream that night that I was hooping against the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know why, but while I was on the court, I was shivering, teeth chattering and everything. So I was figuring when I woke up, I'm like, yo, maybe that happened for real in my sleep. And then later on that day, I realized that it probably was real because all of that was happening while I was awake. (laughs) It was weird. Because how you shivering with your teeth chattering, but you got a temperature of 104. My my organs boiling yeah. while while I'm shivering like that don't even make sense. Yo, Dev went to yeah, see I'm, the maker I'm, and the maker said, "No, nah, go back." Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to be Spider Man at some point at the end of this yeah, week. He got, yeah, you got <laughs> you got hit with some gamma rays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's get into these hot topics, man, so we can get through this, get out of here before this draft start. Um, and Hot Topics are brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. You know what it is because we tell you what it is every single week. It's time for you to make some 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 money, basically, sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked them out, then it's time to place your bets. Lay down some chicken on all of the biggest games in sports and even prop bets on stuff like the NFL draft. You can do that. By joining us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. You get it fast. You don't get hassled. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wagers after Joel Embiid is a game-time decision and decides to miss the game, even though it's important to his MVP candidacy. So join now. 
my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. You probably can even place a bet on, you know, whether my hoop squad going to beat the Dallas Mavericks or not. Um, but if that was my MJ flu game, then we probably definitely cooked the Mavericks that night. Um, NBA players of the week, fellas. Let's start, let's, let's start in the association, man. Um, NBA players of the week for this past week, one Luka Doncic from the aforementioned Dallas Mavericks. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the math fellas. Yeah, he would have been player of the week. This is from games they played last week. So that wasn't, you know, a part of the game that we played against them. So we probably shut him down. So he probably wouldn't have won NBA player of the week. I don't even know, but I'm pretty sure we shut him down. That's just the story I'm going with. Mm. So he wouldn't have won it after that game. So Luca was your NBA player of the week for the West. Bradley Beal in the East. Luca scored 26 points per game, 10 assists per game, 9 rebounds per game as his Mavericks went 3-0, and you know, in this final stretch for this uh, playoff race. In the Eastern Conference, talking about final stretch, talking about a playoff race and a team trying to get up off the mat and make a run, Bradley Beal, along with his partner in crime, because you got to give dude props because Russell Westbrook got like like a million straight triple doubles during this span as well. And, and people still want to, you know, talk like he's a stat stuffer, even though no. his teams, his teams, all of the teams he's ever been humans. on, his rec, the record when he gets a triple double is extraordinary, but people still want to talk stupidity because people are just stupid. But this ain't about, this ain't about Brody. It's about Bradley Beal who averaged 31.3 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game, Shot 55% from behind the arc, and the Wizards went 4-0 this past week. But not only have they gone 4-0 this past week, they have gone 9-1 in their last 10 games. So even though they're still below 500 because of the start that they had, they're trying to get, you know, they're trying to they're trying to get up off that mat and get into at least that, you know, get into that play-in tournament. And the Wizards might be that team that. The people in the playing tournament and maybe the, the higher seeds, you know, don't really want to see in that first round if they're playing this well. You got any thoughts on these two, Luca and Bradley? Yo, Bradley um, Bill is turning himself into something I didn't, I did not foresee. Brad was like, Brad, like who, who a bum ass superstar? He, he heard me. <laughs> <laughs> who a bum ass yeah. superstar? <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never, yeah, I didn't foresee any of this when he came in. I knew Brad Bill. I always knew he was a good player, but I didn't know he was 30-plus points per game good. You know what I mean? Like, no. Listen, man, he's trying to win the scoring title, man. I wonder no if doubt. he has, like, any sort, of, any sort of clause in his contract that Steph is on his heel. And right. as crazy as Steph has been going, Yo, Steph I like otherworldly like, on him. You know, I gotta take it to another level because Steph is. I think I think there's only like one, like a, a point one that's separating them two from the uh, the league yeah. scoring title. Yeah, so, uh, point oh two yeah. to be exact. Yep. Damn. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so he put that pressure on him. 
Yeah, because like y'all said, Steph is going crazy, and we're going to talk about him a little later on when we do our stat of the week. Steph is going crazy as well. Um, a, a couple of more wins. He didn't have a great week in the win-loss column. You know, he might have been your Western Conference player of the week again. Um, they had a bad go of it the other night. Who were they playing where the, the, they, the team went on a 28-0 to zero run on the Warriors? And I'm like, Steph, as much as, you know, we, we talk about you and as good as you are, man, you can never, ever, ever be on the other side of a 28 to nothing run. I mean, you can't be... Paul Reed and be on the other side of a 28 to nothing run. Like, come on. Like, nobody can be on the other side of a 28 to nothing run. So that was, like, the biggest downside of the Warriors season thus far. Yeah, that, that, was, that was when they was playing Luka and them. That's how Luka got it. Oh, that's how, yeah, that, that was against the Mavericks. You're right. Damn, Luka and them just went off, just went upside their head for a good 15 minutes. Like, how do you just let a team do that? All right, but, yeah, you know, these, these Bradley Bill, you know, he's definitely showing people something. And as much criticism as Bill and Westbrook has taken as a tandem thus far this season, it, it would be nice to see them climb back up, get into that spot, and make a whole lot of people, you know, look stupid for speaking so prematurely. It don't you know, matter. But, they still going to hate on Russ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's going to happen regardless. But, you know, there was a lot of, you know, these two as a duo and they not even close to the playoffs. I mean, we'll see if they can get it, you know, if they can climb back up and get into that. Um, I'm kind of thinking, like, yo, they already then won, like, eight straight and then, like, nine out of the last ten or something like that. I don't know. They might be blowing their wide already and then the this the final stretch they go back in the being the wizards um but i'm actually rooting for them to to prove some people wrong i hope in turn that doesn't turn around and bite me in the butt and they get get in the playoffs and like beat the sixers in the first round or something um but yeah i you know i i would definitely like to see them do that all right so what else is happening in the association you ask no y'all didn't ask the NBA is expected to make this play-in tournament <laughs> a permanent thing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I've, I've had some – I've actually, you know, talked to myself about this, to, to <laughs> try to weigh the pros and cons about this. What, what are your thoughts on this play-in tournament being a, a permanent thing? Cause, you know, originally this was just something because of the bubble, because of the big layoff – before going into the bubble, they knew some teams might not be able to turn it back on. And then they knew some teams, you know, might turn it on in the bubble and they just wanted to make it fair. Now they're starting to, 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 to like the idea. Do y'all like the idea? Um, <sighs> it's a money grab. First, I'm like, Put some extra games like, up. Yeah. <laughs> but a couple but extra dollars, point, you know. Sure. At some point, you, at some point, you're diminishing um the value of the regular season. Like, like how many tournaments yes. and playing games you want to have before yes. someone do like this is what they play 82 games for, man. Like, so that's, you know, I, that's I exactly not only not only not only, yo you're you're right, but hold on, Dev. Not only that, this is the type of stuff. This attitude is the reason. 
Robert Ori yeah. uh, asked me how. You going? I didn't hear yeah, that. We didn't Did hear you hear that, Jimmy? You we're went in now. No, I don't oh. think. All, all I heard was ask him how. I'm like, ask him how what? Yeah, right. Like, yo, you dropped the mic on yeah. us, but we don't know what you said before you dropped the mic. What's wrong with you? And we still can't yeah, hear you, right? so we don't know if you're talking or not. So, Jim, what you said, I, I, I definitely agree with you because that's what I came up with. Because a lot of fans are, are liking it, but for some reason that fans haven't, like, expounded on, they were thinking that it would make the regular season mean more. Like, I don't even get where they were going with that. Because I'm sitting here like, well, this is another situation where you're thinking, okay, I, I only really need to strive for the, you know, for the 10th spot. Because anywhere through from 7 to 10, we're going to be in this tournament. So it's really not fair for the people in 7th and 8th spot either because you legitimately made the playoff field, but now you got to contend with the ninth and 10th seeds to get into it. So it's like, what was the 82 games for? What did we do all of that for when you got other teams who might be like, all right, well, we only got to strive for 10 so we can rest players up a little more. We can do this. We can do that. You know, we can not play at full strength or full effort every night and, and get into that 10th spot and, and, just take it from there because, you know, from there it's a coin toss anyway. It's like now you're striving to get the sixth spot and up, which I'm like, damn, like <laughs> that's really not that cool. So I don't really like none it of, myself. None of these I understand why they did it for the bubble season. I totally understood it then, but I don't understand why they would do this going forward. It's like they just want to shake things up just to do something different. Um. You know, you see some fans excited about it, but fans can't even really tell you why it makes sense. And and now they're thinking about doing it because, like B said, hey, fans like it so we can get some extra extra dough off of it. Now, what were you saying, B? We can hear you now, I think. <laughs> or not? I was uh, I was just uh, saying I was just saying this is part of the reason that that we have these arguments about Robert Ory being great ask me how ask me how well i'm glad you asked it's the devaluation of the 82 game season and it's not just robert ory that's just what came to mind because he did absolutely nothing in the regular season and in a lot of cases and hit a couple shots in the playoffs robert ory did nothing in now people (laughs) did nothing in the playoffs too and we have these arguments about it, it, the 82-game the season has been devalued enough. Like, it, it means something. The emphasis needs to be on it meaning something. Playoffs are great. Chips are great. Well, come on, y'all. It's a money grab, man. It's a money grab. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's, that's definitely what it is. Cause, and if, you know, if you're going to keep devaluing it like that, then then – Bring it down. Like, do what you're doing this year. You know, do 72 games. Do less games if you're going to keep trying to go out of your way to show us, you know, players and the league alike that the the regular season doesn't mean anything. Then you're going to have to, you know, shorten the season so it can mean more to people. Like, that's, at this point, all that you can really do that's going to be legitimate and and not just look like a money grab. But you know damn well they're not going to shorten the season because that's less money 
for them to earn from stadiums, you know, from arenas being full, from TVs being watched, from concessions being sold. So the only legitimate <laughs> remedy to this will never be an issue, will never be an option because it's less money. And that's just bottom line on this. Um, anybody out there who's listening and you want to tell us, because I've heard a lot of fans say that they like it. Anybody out there who likes it, if you're in the chat room or if you want to call in and explain to us why, um, we are all ears. Because I really I have heard people say that they like it, but I really haven't heard anybody explain um, the reason why they actually like it. So, so holler at us. Let us know why you like the play-in tournament. Um, yeah. Um, so let's go to our quote of the week because this is NBA-related as well. And the quote of the week says, quote, I love Cleveland. I'll effing rock with Cleveland until the day I die. And that quote is from Kevin Love after basically quitting on Cleveland Monday night <laughs> when he let his frustrations get the best of him in a game against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I guess he was so frustrated in the moment, the referee gave threw him the ball to inbound, and he just slapped it back towards the ref which went into, you know, play, and the Toronto Raptors grabbed it and made a three-pointer because of um, Kevin Love's careless attitude. What's up with with the man y'all used to call White Moses, man? What's up with what's up with first of all Moses, uh, first of man. all I want to start this off by fifty a time apologizing to Moses Malone. I never meant any disrespect. Um, you know, your secret. I should never I should have never said that. I mean, all, all praises to your family, man, because I feel I feel like I disrespected your legacy. Because this, 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 this dude ain't you. Yo, this dude ain't you, yo. And I saw the play. It was it was disgraceful. It's like, dude, you only played 18 games this year when that happened. Like, you don't even, you don't, you barely play. <laughs> so for you to be that frustrated, like, you don't even play no more. Like, what are you doing? And second of all, you had an opportunity to leave, but you took that chicken. So now you got to deal with it. Like, you know what I mean? You're basically back in the same situation you was in in Minnesota, but you had the opportunity. You took the chicken. I I, I get that, you know, you, you Brian, like, you know, fooled you to come in, but you had another opportunity to leave, but you wanted that chicken, so you got the – you're making $30 million a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't trying to be telling you to count your pockets, but – so I guess, I guess I guess you do rock with Cleveland to the day you die. They you got generational to. Well, I, I rock with I'm them about nobody giving him that contract. <laughs> hey. Before I give my thoughts on the Kevin Love situation, just like Jimmy just gave an apology, I have to apologize to Robert Ory, his family lineage, and his last name, because I just checked the numbers, and I ain't going front. He did step it up in the playoffs. He averaged seven points per game in the regular season throughout his career. He averaged 7.9 points per game in the playoffs. He stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Salute. I apologize. Salute to the legend. Salute, Salute to the God. They say great players increased their production in the postseason, and he increased his from seven points even to 7.9, man. Shout out to Robert Ory. All right, back to this whole Baller. Kevin Love thing, man. Straight up, brother. Legend, Hall of Famer. Um, it, yeah, the, 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 the Kevin Love thing, I mean, you know, you can kind of understand their frustration. And, and, and Jimmy and I talked about this during the week. It is kind of a position that he put himself in, but I, I still go back to the whole thing being – partly on LeBron 
because LeBron kind of left him in this situation. Because if y'all remember, when he was there with LeBron, this is when they were trying to force him to sign a long-term extension the year after he got there. And he was he was reluctant at the time. I know y'all remember that. They was like, ah, Kevin Love doesn't really want to re-sign here. But, you know, you got you get that pressure from LeBron, like, you know, come on back, let's win this championship, blah, blah, blah. He signed a five-year deal. Now, that deal wasn't, like, while he was still in the midst of that deal, that's when LeBron bounced, left him there high and dry, you know, left cats like Tristan Thompson. But Tristan Thompson is lucky because he wouldn't have ever got the kind of money he got if it weren't for, for LeBron. But a lot of those cats re-signed there to play with LeBron. LeBron ended up bouncing. Now, Kevin Love's five-year contract was up after LeBron left, and this is where it gets questionable. He's like, okay, if that was the case, then why would you re-sign there again? But like Jimmy just said, they gave him generational wealth because they had a lot of money sitting around because they didn't have LeBron to play, to pay. They didn't have free agents who wanted to come to, to Cleveland, and they had his bird rights. So they offered Kevin Love all kinds of money that Kevin Love wasn't worth. So Kevin Love really didn't have any choice but to rock with Cleveland. You had to go. Hold up. If you let Brian talk you into that, you're still a fool. So either but way, it falls back on him to being a fool. You're definitely a fool. Because like, you could have been like, all right, let me go ahead and sign for two years here. And, and let me sign. He could have signed up until LeBron was a free agent and then made that decision then. But exactly. he was he all gung-ho at, at LeBron inviting him back to try to get this chip, and he done went for the whole bag. Oh, let me take the five years. Oh, you know, you were stupid for taking the five years in the first place. He's dumb as hell. So that's <laughs> you and LeBron don't stay stupid. nowhere that he goes. So longer yeah, than you got to be yeah. careful. And, and the funny thing is, we don't even know that because Brian could have told him, like, yo, I'm out. Like, he could have told him that, but the boy went and got that chicken. I mean, so I can't be mad at him, though. He got the chicken. So you, you got paid. No, nah, I mean, he was, he was recruiting him at the time. He must just ain't telling him. No, like, I understand, after, I understand that. Well, I understand that, but yeah, LeBron always has stay, short, so. short deals. Yeah, so I'm not going yeah. to let you recruit me somewhere, and you keep signing short deals, and that's what you do, and I'm going to take a longer one. That's what I'm saying. The thing he could have done at the time of that five-year deal is ask. First question could have been, all right, when's LeBron's contract up? All right, let's sign something until then, and then let's revisit this. You know, But that's probably their pushback. No, nope, we got to do five years. <laughs> we got to do five if you're staying because they probably know as well. There's never a guarantee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Brian, we, so. so we don't even know. Like, we don't even know. Brian could have told him, like, yo, I'm not staying past this, but let's get this chip. Either way, he got the chip yeah. anyway. So nah. I think but he, no, he you keep saying chip, that, so. I, I, I think that's zero chance of that. Brian ain't even tell Dwayne Wade he was leaving Miami. Come on, man. If, he, if you don't give, if you don't give your best the benefit of the doubt, you, you ain't giving it to Kevin Love. You ain't giving I can't, him. I can't. Oh, what I'm saying is I can't say for 100% anything. I don't know. What's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all speculation. Yeah. But yeah. what I will say is by him the saying Wade would that, be real like, mad, it though. is what it is. <laughs> no, that's, like, like, I mean, he, but, he, like, he's nobody, nobody's crying for Kevin Love. Kevin Love making over $30 million a year for the next how many? And, and, like, and let's. And that he can get frustrated as much as he wants. That direct deposit is going to clear, and he's going to go home. Yo, and everybody else got to go home to their miserable lives. <laughs> Shout out yo, to that was one of the more egregious plays I've ever seen in the history of the league. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, he just I, I have, the ball I have no, re- 
you know, I have no respect for him no more after that. Like, I just don't respect him no more. Like, I, and, and again, I want to say sorry to Moses, yo. Man, y'all been had Moses, zero respect totally for Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Moses. Jimmy got negative respect for Kevin Love now because he's been on zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still so, I'm mad at myself, man, for, you know what I mean, for jumping the gun, pause, when the ball was balling, but he's a, he's a coward, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. Shout out to, to K-Love. You got any thoughts, B, before we move on from K-Love? Uh, <laughs> K-Love, Cleveland? Man. Protect your mental health, man. Mental health is important. <laughs> hard to protect it in Cleveland. <laughs> after after Listen, the man, take, leaves, take, it's hard take, to protect. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your mentals. <laughs> no doubt. All right, so our stat of the week, and we said we were going to discuss this in a little while. Our stat of the week talked about how Steph has been going crazy. The previous record for three-pointers made in a month in NBA history was held by Steph Curry at 83-pointers in the month of January of 2019, which was then broken later on that year by James Harden with 82 made three-pointers in November of 2019. This month, April 2021, <laughs> Steph Curry has shattered that mark with 93 pointers made with one game left in the month of April. So my question to you guys, since he has 90 now, one game left, how many threes do y'all think Steph is going to hit tonight versus the Timberwolves to end this month? Um, when this stat originally 10. came out, <clears throat> excuse me, when it originally came out, they were talking he had 85 with two games left. So, you know, he hit five in the last game. Um, and they were talking then the, of the possibility of getting to 100. But, you know, that, that last game didn't really go well for the team as a whole, and he only ended up with five. Saying somebody only ended up with five three-pointers in a game is crazy, and it's something that I've never thought that I'd say in my life. Because there used to be – times when a team hit five three-pointers in a game and you said that team was absolutely cooking from the arc. Basketball has changed so much. So, do y'all think there's a chance that he hits 10 tonight? Because I think Steph is the type of dude he knows when something's at stake and he'll mess around and go for the record. You know what I'm saying? So y'all think there's a chance he, he hits gonna, 10 he tonight? He's going to yeah, he, he he go for it. No, nah, he's going to go for it. He's going to fall short. He's going to hit eight. Ain't nobody really D'ing up like that. He's going to hit eight. He's going to go for the I mean, no shots at, at Anthony Edwards because he's a baller. But ain't nobody else on the perimeter, you know, causing any – putting any fear in anybody's heart. You know, D'Lo, I believe he's he's still out. So, yeah, I, I think it's a chance that, that he goes for it. Um, yeah, he's going for it. I, th- I think he I think he'll I think he'll end up with something like nine though. I think he'll get nine threes. Um I think he'll go like nine for seventeen from the arc tonight. You know, predicting I mean, somebody making nine nine, nine for seventeen, yeah, I could see right. eight 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 for fifteen. That's crazy though, Jim, because eight, we're saying he'll eight. hit eight or nine threes and we're saying he's gonna fail at the goal. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I got yeah, he'll I hit nine threes and fail. 
Eight for twenty. I got him going ten for twenty. <laughs> yo, ten for twenty. Yo, you got my man taking twenty. Yeah, <laughs> he said no, my man. No, well, no, 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 actually, 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 see Jimmy's logic though. It's his logic is what I'm thinking is like he'll probably keep shooting until he actually gets it. So it might take <laughs> it might take a good twenty, and that's still fifty percent from the arc. That's still yo, like and, and he's gonna do something. He's gonna do something like make six straight at some point. Yeah. <laughs> So you so so what you're saying, Jim, is we should probably tune in to this game tonight, maybe. Yo, man, that's over cooking. the last month has been it's been musty TV. He going he going bananas anyway, man. It's also like Dang, so Jimmy got, Jimmy much, Jimmy's basically much, saying I gotta watch a Timberwolves game tonight. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's gonna be better than the draft. It's gonna be better than the draft. But yo, thing is, it's like and I'm getting work done realize, in the in the cave, man. So I can't watch multiple screens, man. So I'm gonna have to. Turn back and forth or something. Yo, <laughs> shout out to our Mexican brothers out there. But yo, it, it makes you realize. Shout out, because um, they killing it. It makes you, it makes you realize uh, how much you know we take stuff for granted because um, you know KD coming to try to cheat and get some rings that you forgot that you know stuff can do this. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So now Jimmy got me hyped for a Timberwolves game tonight to see Steph jack up twenty threes and still shoot fifty percent. Because I believe he could do it. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm still going 9 for 17. But, like I said, it, it's all – because it could, it could very well be like what you said, B, or what I said, but I think it's all in the mentality. If he's made up his mind that I want to go for this and set this record at 100, then it's going to be more of what Jimmy's saying because he's going to shoot until he gets them. And there's, like – there's nobody in the league, like besides Steph, that you're gonna just allow to do that. You're gonna step back and say, "Okay, man, do what you got to do." You might let Steph do that. You might let Dame do that. Like you're not gonna tell him stop shooting. You're hurting us. <laughs> so he could possibly, you know, shoot until you get it. So we'll we'll see how that goes, man. All right. So um, that is our stat of the week. And before we take some calls, man, we got to talk about our our main topic for this week, man. And there's been a myriad of lists, opinionated lists that have gone out this week. Sports fans are absolutely up in arms about because, you know, we've long passed the point of of understanding what the definition of an opinion is. So, we, we we kill other people for their opinions if they don't align with ours. When I say we and I say our, I'm just talking about society in general because, you know, I try to stay away from that. Like, I can speak on somebody's opinion, but at the end of the day, it is their opinion. So you can – I don't think there's ever a situation where you should get as upset about somebody's opinion as people have gotten this week. And we're going to start off with the first one. We're going to talk about three of these. And all of these came – basically in the form of a list. And the first list that got people way up in arms was the list given out by Julius Irvin, the doctor himself, when he was asked on a podcast about his all-time NBA team. So he gave a first team and he gave a second team. His first team, all-time, uh, consisted of these players. And when you know how old Dr. J is, you kind of understand why he picked the people that he picked. Um, and his first team 
consisted of Jerry West, Oscar Robertson, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bill Russell. All people who kind of played before him, um, people that he most likely looked up to. Um, All five of those players retired by 1974. Um, Julius Irvin came into the ABA in 1971. He didn't come into the NBA until the late 70s. So, you know, he never actually got a chance to play against any of these people in any professional capacity. Um, His second team was a little more modern, but not modern, modern. This would be modern to the point, I guess, of guys maybe our age um, and people that he played against, most of them. His second team was Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Karl Malone, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So... From societal norms of 2021, the notable person that was missing from this list was LeBron James. So social media erupted because LeBron James wasn't on one of Dr. J's uh, top two fives. And and Jimmy sent me the the, the thing showing that Dr. J was trending after we saw that topic because we kind of predicted that he was going to trend in the next few hours after we saw it, and, and we were right. Um, people have been, been at Doc's neck all week. First of all, like, what do you guys think about his list? Are you, do you guys feel some type of way that LeBron James was left off of his list? Talk to me. Hell no. He's only the, LeBron, only the third best small forward ever. He ain't better than Larry, so I get it. I mean, I mean you're laughing, but that could be your legitimate opinion. Like, you know, that could be your yeah, legitimate I opinion. And it's like, it's just so like funny to see how up in arms people get about other people's you, opinions. Yeah. Make you, your own you, goddamn you gave the proper You gave the proper context in terms of age, right? So age and experience factors into this and generation. And so there are some older folks that are able to quote unquote keep up with the times be objective whatever and and take in new information but being a man of a certain age even myself we all get to a point where in certain veins and certain lanes we have the get off my lawn syndrome and it's just natural and so for doc i'm not mad at him at all like even even the fact that he left the greatest player of all time off his his number his top list I ain't mad at that. That's Doc, man. Like, he didn't play in that era the same way as, you know. So I, I, I get it, man. Doc, I get it. Right. We ain't I mean, mad at you, but. And even, even what culture, you just mentioned, me, that was. coming for you. Yeah, that was a thought, but that was like a way, that was a secondary thought way down the line after all of, you know, the Brian stands got. I mean, there was actually people posting videos of Doc saying, I'm glad I kept these receipts. And it was videos of Doc praising LeBron, saying he might be the second best player of all time, um, this and that. Like, first of all, like, how much are you on somebody's poll if you keep receipts every time somebody praises? <laughs> like, seriously, like that, that'd be like me, like, oh, this dude says something good about you know one of my favorite players. Let me record this. Let me let me keep this here just in case he try to. You know, renege on this later. <laughs> yeah, but that's now, 
That's that that right there. That right there is a lot. They, first of all, they didn't keep receipts. That's just internet culture. It's easy to right. find. Right. You can stuff. just go YouTube. Because when, 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 when I first when I first heard that, find any. Because when I first heard but, that, but still, I for, for them to say that, Jim, Jim, you you put yourself out there like that. You making yourself look like yeah, a new somebody that kept receipts. I went so, on YouTube because I, mean, I remember I, I remember Doc saying that. I remember I right. remember Doc saying that LeBron was the third best player of all time because he said he said Kareem was always going to be his number one. Then he had Mike, and then he had Bron. I remember him saying that. So when I first saw heard the thing, I went and looked for it. But I also, when I looked for it, I saw another video in which he was like, when they were breaking it down by first team, second team, and he said, my first team is set, and I don't care if anybody averages a thousand points per game, that's never going to change. So right. I mean, when you when, and it's the same so list that he gave out. Yeah. yeah so so it's very it's very consistent in terms of what he says. But I agree with Bjorki too. All of us have a little get off of my lawn syndrome. So I get it. And just just like I get when I talk to young boys, they disrespect everybody that came. Like, yo, if you wasn't born after '95, you trash. Like, so I get that too. But I, I that this is their era. Like, so I. But get you it. also so, also Jim, it's something else that people are not understanding, right? Because, um, he wasn't asked about listing your top ten greatest players of all time. He was asked about a team, okay? So it's like, okay, even if he said Michael Jordan was one or two, LeBron was two or three in his all-time rankings, that's not what he was asked. He was asked about a team. So he put together his best team. And and, 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 and what's even crazier, everybody's up in arm about LeBron not being there. If Doc could have named himself, that would be one more notch that LeBron was going to get knocked down anyway. Him or Mike. Yeah, Mike might not have been on the second team mm-hmm. if not could have named himself. Here's my thing. First, like, yo, I don't people. Care about I mean, here's the thing. Most people, most people don't have a life, so they need something to talk about or argue. That's all the internet is the place to exchange ideas. And so, I, I like, we both knew it was going to happen, but but it was even beyond Brian. Like, I, I saw, I saw a lot of uh, the Kobe hives come out too, and call Doc all kinds of names. So it was deeper than Brian. It's just that right. Brian, Brian's uh, hive rings loudest because um, just that's how the internet is, man, because Brian is that guy right now. So once Brian leaves, the other hives will be just as loud. But my biggest problem with that is Doc also disrespected Moses, man. I've got a problem with you not putting Moses up there and you putting the Carmel on when Moses, car- when Moses carried you to the chip. Moses carried you to the chip. put Carmel on? That's what I'm saying. No, for real, for real. That people could be more mad at that than because he left your new hero off of it. Like, come on, man. I mean, listen, man. Like, he Dr. put Carl Malone on and not the guy who came over and got him his first chip. Like, yo, I, I feel yo, he that with everything. Chip, like, I feel that with everything. <laughs> you know what that is? Like that's Doc got... trying to big himself up. Like, nah, Moses ain't carry me. Yeah, that's I all that is, man. That's all that is, man. Without Moses, you don't have that chip, dog. Moses carries you, B. Like, so come on, man. Like, we really want to Let's start critiquing Doc's game, one arm basket. All right, so so here's the I'm thing. I'm not giving Moses his credit. Definitely. Well, well, personally, I don't think the world gives Moses his credit. So it is disappointing to actually see, you know, somebody, somebody's who whose legacy Moses might have cemented for him. Because, you know, Doc was he what he was Doc's in the legacy. ABA. Yo, he saved Doc Doc's was, legacy. That's what I'm about to say. Doc was starting to be looked at as kind of a failure in the NBA. Not, you know, a failure by the standards of everybody who think chips are the end-all, be-all. Moses completed that man's legacy for him. 
And I say for him Bam. because, you know, Doc Moses, and them got to the Moses finals a good three or four times before Moses, but they could not get over that hump. When Moses came, that Moses, hump was easy. Moses kicked the shit out of that hump and, and Moses destroyed that saved hump. The entire legacy. <laughs> Moses saved the entire legacy of the ABA because without Moses doing what he did, they would have disrespected that whole league and called it a waste of time, including Doc. Right. But that's the thing. Like, the world disrespects Moses because when people, when these conversations about the greatest sinners of all time come, comes up, his name, except for just straight-up basketball purists, purist, his name doesn't even come up in the conversation, let alone him being too far down anyone's list. Sometimes his name doesn't even You know, the funny up. thing is, Moses is a two-time MVP. I understand why. And a champion. I understand why. I understand I why. Don't. It's because Moses. The Moses game wasn't like, pretty. Moses is like the. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. He, he he likes to. He's like the Styles P of like NBA. Like mm-hmm. his game was completely grimy. Crazy. It was like blue collar. Nothing. It was grimy. with nothing flashy about. It. He has no highlights. Like even with Kareem, you got the pretty sky hook. You know what I mean? Hakeem, you got the dream shake. You know what I mean? You got the fade away with Pat Ewing. Shaq is just overpowering folks. Moses was out there like yo, giving himself rebounds. Grabbing an enormous amount of boards, like this thing was but this, hard. But still, Jim, Moses had somewhat of a mid-range J and a face-up game, so he actually did more than Kareem, but it wasn't as famous as the skyhook. But he actually did it's more than Kareem. No, give me one. But more he did more. He did one. more pretty shit than Kareem. Like Moses, a face-up on you, dribble on you, and 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 do what he had to do. But I, I just don't no, think. No, man, like, but it's not a highlight. It's not as pretty. It's not a highlight. Because <laughs> Moses a face up on you, dribble to the joint, miss the layup, grab the board, miss the layup, grab the board, miss the layup. <laughs> That's Yo, what he Moses did, though. That's why he averaged like 30. Intentional. Moses would ma- average like All 30 and 14, got two MVPs, a championship, predicted full, 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 went full, five, full. And don't get listen, props. Like he's one, better than a lot of people me, that I'll name, and people start listen, getting offended if I start saying these names. So I'm not even going to go there. But Give me one Moses highlight or one Moses moment that stands out in the history. <laughs> I can't. This one. <laughs> I exactly. That's exactly and I, and I watch, and I, you know what I'm saying? I grew up like I was a young kid. Like, oh, Moses. Like, and I, I really can't. You know. All of all of the greats, all of the greats that we name, right? Whether we talking about the dream, but we talking about Mike, or we talking about Magic, we can give Larry, Doc, a ton of. They them. all have a signature moment. They have a right. signature but, moment. But Most a lot of them, of them have, have tons of them. Moments. They have tons of them. I can give you any play. That time when Shaq did this. That time when Dream did this. That time when Kareem did this. And y'all know exactly the play that I'm talking about. That's my point. Like I can say, oh, yeah, I remember Shaq banged on. The boy Dudley, and then put his balls on his ear, and Dudley got mad and threw the ball. Like you, you remember that? Like you, right? You don't remember nothing about Moses when he caught the oat from Kobe Kobe from from the rock. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Doc cuffed the rock on Cooper when Doc went um, around the the board on the lake. Like you always, but like when 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 made made David Robinson his biatch. Like all of that. You don't remember nothing about Moses. Hey. Yo, remember that? Remember that time Moses got four offensive rebounds and laid it back up. <laughs> and the thing is, you remember those plays, but you can just you can you can do that in any uniform, 
and playing against any team in any in uniform, it's not like you're going to say, yo, you remember the time Moses got four rebounds in a row against five big men from such and such a team? Like, no, because Moses did that every game. Like, so, no, it's not a signature moment. Moses did that every game against every team. And that's the thing. His consistency and how good he is might be what makes people disrespect him. And that's crazy. Yeah. Two MVPs. So, Doc a bit. <laughs> Because <laughs> Doc should be fighting for his legacy right now. One, Absolutely because he helped your legacy so much. Two, because he's dead and he's not here to speak for himself. And even when he was, he wasn't out there campaigning for himself. So it's up to you, teammates like you, because we know Andrew Tony. as far as the world's concerned, Andrew Tony is dead. He ain't going to never say nothing. <laughs> like We don't even know where he is right now. So, so it's up to Doc because you're the most famous teammate he's had. And and yeah, I a bit. Anyway, <laughs> let me tell y'all like because it it was brought up when he said his teams. Of course, um, the the host of the podcast and the podcast he was on was Chris Haynes, um, who's a you know a Philadelphia 76ers beat writer. Um, but he has a podcast called Posted Up. So uh, shout out to him for that. But um, when he didn't say LeBron James, of course he asked about him. So Doc's quote was. When you look at LeBron and anybody he sorts of picks with him, he played with so many guys. He's the guy who has led the charge in terms of super teams being put together. When he put together the team in Miami, he put together that team in Cleveland as well and put together a team in Los Angeles. So he could pick his own team. I'm not going to pick his team. I'm not saying nothing bad about LeBron. So that was his quote. You know, and they had a couple of laughs about it. They laughed it off. It, it, this is Doc's team. At the end of the day, man, if, 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 you know, if you're a LeBron stan, that's just not way to, you can't, like, start to hate everybody who doesn't feel the same way about LeBron as you do. And like you said, some of y'all pull, some of y'all pull receipts. Doc has already said he thinks LeBron is one of the top three players in NBA history. So maybe he does feel that way, but this is his team. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I might man. go out into the playground and admit that the dude over there is the best player out here by far, but I'm picking my squad, and we going Here's against the yeah. That's the way it is. Doc, Doc is allowed. Doc is allowed to have his team. LeBron fans are allowed to hate Doc for his opinion, and I'm allowed to laugh mm-hmm. at both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they definitely allowed to. You're allowed to have anything you want. But you, but you look silly because that's what an opinion is. You got well, yours, he got his. I got it, mine, it, y'all got yours. Like, yeah, it, it really, why, like why get so really stressed goes, out over somebody else's opinion? No, it really goes to where we are as as humanity, like humans, right? So I've come to the understanding and realization that competitive greatness, like, is wrong. Like, it's wrong for me to it's wrong for me to even think about. Because these games of amusement are about just that, amusement. It's not even really about competitiveness. It's not about objective analysis, who is better. It's about who makes me feel the best. And sentimentally, you know, people get into that. And that, that's, that's, that's all it is. The LeBron fans that's what it's always been about. Enjoy, they enjoy having their throat stretched by LeBron, and that's a sentimental feeling. Yo. Yo. So, Yo. 
So that's it. That's their thing. Your point, I think it's always like this. This, like the old, uh, what is it? Maya Angelou says, People don't remember what you do for them, they remember how you make them feel. And it's always been that way, but it's just that different things, right? So even when Mike played and Mike dominated, Mike made people feel a certain way. Everybody wanted to be like Mike. So my thing is, to me, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And in the grand scheme of things, nothing has changed. I think Kevin Johnson better than a whole lot of people that nobody would agree with me with. Because. That's the way Kevin Johnson was made me. Give us three examples. Give us three examples. Who he better than? I patterned my game after. So, you know, Kevin Johnson was better than. Who he better than? A lot of people. <laughs> Don't matter. He better than Chris Paul? Andrew, Tony, John and, and Bernard King. Is he two of the best players of all time? Yo, Bernard yo, King is going to make my top ten because they're short. Yo, um, Yo. <laughs> Nobody Bernard King, like Bernard King, King for four years is the greatest player to ever live, but just for four years. Bernard King, Bernard King wore underwear on the court. Like I, he ain't never making my top five. Yo, but these young boys, the way these young boys dress, they appreciate that. Bernard, they hero. Back now. I literally saw a young boy at a game the other day where I guess his shorts were too long for him, and he folded them up so they can look like bikini shorts. Like, yo, I apologize. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I apologize now that I've joined the soccer ranks. Yo, that comes from soccer, yo. And the basketball yeah. dudes are starting to do it. Like, roll their shorts up so yeah. that you can see their legs. I don't yo, need to see your upper thigh when you're balling. Seriously. I don't need your shorts to be, like, dangling around your knees and all of that stuff. Like, you know, how we used to trip. I don't need that either. But I don't need to see your upper thigh at no point. No, I need, no, no. Based on these conditions right now, no, I need that. Bring that back. <laughs> Bring them shorts <laughs> down around your you 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 the fat We don't need no, no TJ Fords. Like hey, we don't need no TJ Fords. But we, but we, but I, I don't need to see your upper thigh. Seriously, like yo, TJ Ford wore Levi's. Yo, to your point, TJ Ford, TJ Ford used to rock with long pants on. The only upper size I need to see is my wife and my and and, and my IG models. Like, other than that, I don't need to see your upper thighs, man. Come on, man. All right, man. I know that the call is waiting for us. But oh, just like. You already we, got cussed out by. by oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Tobias already cussed you out. It's always my fault. I don't understand that. Like, it ain't three of us here talking. It's always my fault. Anyway. You got to own um, Another list that came Jeez, out that Tobias. had a lot of people up in arms were, was the list given by Jeannie Buss on the Up in Smoke podcast with. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Shout out to those brothers. She I wonder was asked, if they ran a train. The, yo, she was asked who were the top five most important Lakers, and maybe they did, Jim. I mean, uh, B, maybe that's why she named this five. But who are the top five most important Lakers of all time? She drew a lot of heat for her answer, and her answer, let me, have to, let me, let me start I mean, with the quotes. She said, you have to start with Kareem and Kobe and LeBron. She said you have to start with Kareem and Kobe and LeBron. <laughs> then on a prompt from you know she from Magic, she said, "Oh, Magic, yes, of course. Magic might be number one." Then she struggled with the final name, and then came up with Phil Jackson. Asked him, like you know, does Phil count since he since he coached, um, you know? And they told her, "Yeah, you know, it's Lakers, whatever, you, whatever your opinion is." So her with Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, and Phil Jackson. 
So yeah, she 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 drew a lot of ire because she didn't name um basically because she didn't name either uh the logo, Jerry West, the logo or, Jerry West. or Shaquille O'Neal. Like uh you know, people are gonna put Elgin Baylor in that conversation because out of respect for Elgin Baylor. As I just but did. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people aren't gonna name Elgin Baylor. Now they might say it even more because he passed recently, but top five most important Lakers, Elgin Baylor is not going to be on that list. I mean, he he might, when you say top five greatest Lakers, he's probably not on that list either. Maybe if you can distinguish between greatness and just flat out player, best player, he, his name might have to start coming up in those type of lists, but Elgin's not making a lot of these lists if they're if they're reduced to five. When it goes to ten, you you might be able to start saying his name. But the, the he thing the, is, so he coming off he coming Lakers, off the bench. The, the Lakers have had such an embarrassment of riches as far as players, coaches, executive everything throughout the history of that organization. It's hard. You're always going to disrespect some people. But there's also some people right. that you have to put I, on any list when you're talking about the Lakers. But it's I got an opinion, but we need to hear from the Lakers fan. So, so yeah, let's start with you, Jim. What do you think about Shaq no, or Logo not being on her list? And we know this is our opinion. We're not knocking her. We're not mad at her. But what would you have changed as a, as I, a, I, life, a couple, lifetime Lakers I had Laker a couple fan. problems with her. I had a couple problems with her list. Shaq didn't hit and LeBron hit. <laughs> Yo, so my thing is like I remember a couple of years. Jimmy ago, and I like, talked you know, though. We understand why LeBron's on there, even though I don't know. I don't, no, no, no. I know I don't oh, yeah, agree yeah. with it. It makes no sense for what I'm saying is this though. What I'm what I'm saying is this though. There's only a couple teams in the NBA, right, where you can actually do this and have this argument: the Lakers, right. the Celtics, the Sixers, um, possibly the Bulls and the Pistons. Like outside of that, like if you start going around the league, it's actually interesting to see like over the uh, history of the, the Nick, NBA. The, the Knicks there's aren't been, back. There's been an embarrassment of riches. There's been an embarrassment of riches in a small number of teams in general. But with that being said, um, I had yo, big, yo, big market Jimmy just flexed on all y'all. I just want y'all to know that. I mean, those are the big markets. I mean, you know, what you gonna give me like, you know, top five OKC Thunder? Like, come on, man. Yo, anyway, um, with that being said, though, uh, Phil Jackson. Now, I understand who Phil Jackson is. I think he might be the greatest coach ever, man. But, and I know he beat them guts up. But my thing is. <laughs> How you not going to have Dr. Buss on there, though, yo? Dr. You Buss, your pop. Dr. Buss should be there. You heard your pop. Yeah, you like, got your boyfriend and not your pop. He gave you the whole squad. Ungrateful yo, little piece of squad. shit. Oh, sorry. I got a little hype. Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> but my, oh, man, I got a little hype. My thing is. Man, that's disrespectful, dog. <laughs> and the funny yo, thing about it is, I didn't think about that until Jimmy just said that. That's disrespectful, man. Yeah. Yeah, like he got to right. replace Phil. Like he got to replace Phil. But when you talk about this is this is what's interesting is what Dev said because the the question was Laker, not player, because that's two different things. Because when you talk about like the like like Magic is the face of the Lakers and has been the face of the Lakers to the point where when anything happens with the Lakers, he's the first person they go try to find. When mm-hmm. anything free agent wise, like he's mm-hmm. the face of the Lakers. As great as a player as Kareem is, he was never that. You know right. what I mean? Like he's he's probably a better player overall than Magic, but he was never the face of the Lakers. I think he as far as Laker players go, that's Magic and that's Kobe, and that's the list as far yeah. as the people that they go asking 
They don't even yeah. run the, the so, Jerry so, West no more about that type of stuff because, you know, he's done his stuff with other he, teams. Kobe and, yeah, and, and Magic Jerry are life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Jerry West is an NBA lifer. Jerry West yeah. is always on somebody's payroll. Like, it could be the middle of the season. You find out he's a consultant for some random team. Like, Jerry right. West knows how to get a check out of, out of the league. Like, I think he's been on the NBA's payroll since he got out of college, or probably before college. But Jerry West is getting a check every season. You can guarantee that. Um, but anyway, with that being said, though, um, I, that, that was my biggest problem. Like, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, Shaq, as dominant as he is, like, he's going to be left off this kind of list just because Reem is there. Like, if you, you know what I mean? Or you put Shaq up there, you take Reem. It's always going to be somebody that's slighted because, like you said, the embarrassment of riches. But my mm-hmm. view was, Doc got to go on this list. And also, I just want to say that James Worthy might be the most underrated Laker of all time. Because James, Big Game James was a, He's another dude. Name an don't amazing come up player who he'll, he'll never get his just due because he played on the team with, like, two, like, you know, all-world players. All the but, same, yeah. Yeah, but he, but he was amazing in his own right. You know, people don't even know that Big Game James is a Hall of Famer. He's just the other guy that had the headband yeah. and the glasses. They, they don't, but but the thing is, a lot of people don't know it while at the same time arguing for Robert Ory. But anyway, I ain't even gonna go down that rabbit hole. Listen, my oh. problem, my, my, my issue with the list, um, yo, seriously, I didn't think about that until till till Jimmy said that because if you, because truthfully, if you're putting, if 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 you're making Phil Jackson fair game, then of course, then then ownership has to be fair game. So yeah, you gotta put your pop on there. If you just if you if you're doing that, if you're not, if you're not, then my issues with the list would be okay. You gotta go Jerry West, and I ain't talking about because he's the logo of the league and none of that bull crap that that people talk about. But even though I you know I talked about him doing his thing after being an exec, executive with the Lakers, but he was a player with the Lakers, one of their greatest players of all time. One of, uh, uh, did he win one or two championships? I know he lost a bunch of them, but he ended up winning he lost with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Lakers. Then he ended up being the architect behind building teams that won more championships for the Lakers. Like Jerry West has to be on that list. If, if I mean, like, Yo, Jerry, Jerry opinion, West he could be an ingrate all she wants. Her opinion, but if I'm making it, Jerry West got to be on that list. Jerry and West, Jerry yo, West won MVP of the finals in which they lost. In a loss. And, 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 yeah. so, so I'm yeah, going. He, 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 he did. He did. He did. He boy. got to be on there. Going, and this mm-hmm. no, this is no particular order. I'm going Magic, Magic, Kareem, Jerry West, Kobe, and the the, the, the fifth. No, but I'm saying I, I, I'm going like okay, I'm, I'm going on the the assumption that okay, we're not talking about ownership because that was that was a real ingrate move, you know, for her not to put Doctor Bus on there. I'm still, I I I, don't, I I would have to find a fifth. I'm still not going Phil Jackson. Like I don't know if I can go Phil Jackson. Yeah, to see you know Phil, Phil, Jackson. Phil clapped them cheeks. Phil, Phil yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that, that's a super biased pick, and Phil Jackson did win five chips with the Lakers. But damn, he's not even Mr. Laker though. He won more chips with another franchise. So I'm like, yeah. ah, do, I, do I put Phil there? I'm not mad. Uh, if, I'm, I'm not mad if you. I'm not mad if you don't. 
I'm not mad if you don't. I'm only really mad at one thing, and in a way, I might have to I'm not Shaq mad. Before I, went to, I don't know. I might have to go Shaq before yeah. I went because Phil, Phil is, you know, as great as he is, he's always been the recipient of that embarrassment of riches, <laughs> especially with that franchise. Like he hey, got got to coach him. Yeah, no, but 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 yeah. Phil, you definitely got to coach him, and and it's not as easy to coach superstars and egos as everybody makes it out to be. But at the same time, Phil wasn't accepting no invites back when Kobe had smush and all them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, Phil <laughs> definitely come back when the moment is right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I might, if I had to pick between the two, I would. I might have to go Shaq before I went Phil Jackson. But I, but, but LeBron definitely couldn't be in that five if I was making the five. As, yeah. as important just, as LeBron is being for the NBA, LeBron like putting his importance as top five to the L.A. Lakers is very disrespectful. But, like I said, Jimmy and I talked about this. Like, we understand why she put Phil Jackson and why yeah, she yeah, put LeBron. Yeah, yeah, because LeBron yeah, is I the mean, guy of her ownership tenure. He's the most important nah, gotcha. figure of her ownership tenure. Her ownership. Or, or it's, the fetish, it's the fetishizing of BBC. All over again. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I, I, know, I think, I think, I mean, he's the current superstar. He's the current guy there. They're coming off of a championship. He's the guy you bought there. So I mean, it just makes sense. Like all like, five dudes she named. Y'all know, y'all know, Doctor Buzz. And the Austin words might have stretched that throat. So, yo, Doctor Buzz is a legendary, is a legendary <laughs> licentious dude right up there with you. You know his daughter. Yo, his his daughter has the same genes, and she probably took advantage of the stable, the Bucks. Maybe, but and I ain't talking Shaq, about Milwaukee. Yo, maybe yo. Shaq was. Maybe Shaq was. You know. Maybe Shaq had his vibranium. Shaq, Shaq turned it down. Yeah, when, when Shaq turned it, Shaq turned it down. His vibranium out. Last list before we go to the to the phone lines, man. Last list that everybody was complaining about this week. Screaming A. Smith put out a list of his top five pro athletes who never won a championship. And those five athletes are Allen Iverson, Barry Bonds, Charles Barkley, Carmelo Anthony, and, and, and Dan Marino. Like, I have zero to say about this. Like, that's his list. Like, I, like, I, I have more of an opinion about Jeannie's list than anybody's list because, like I said, at some point, like Jeannie's just disrespecting a couple of people, her father included. I mean, no, but it's still her list. You know what I'm saying? Like, like after all we said, we sat here and admitted we understand why Jeannie would put LeBron on her list. Totally understand it. Understand why Jeannie would put Phil on her list. Totally, totally understand it. I think it's silly. But I totally understand it. But this is Stephen A's list. Yo, but Jim, it got I, to the point I, I, where people weren't even disputing. But listen, people weren't even. I, I saw a group where somebody wasn't even disputing who he put on the list. They were disputing the order in which they put him in. Dude, like, yo, you 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 got the same people. You just don't like the order he said them in. We nitpick to a to a to a level. 
That's unbelievable these days. Well, first man. of all, unbelievable. Like his list actually is a, to me is a pretty good list. The only person that's like I wouldn't call it say questionable, but I would have to like really really think would be Melo. Maybe Melo. All the other ones yeah. like yeah, all the other ones make perfect sense. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying maybe I replace Melo with Patrick Ewing or something like that. But I mean, other than that, but like I said, all opinionated. Like you know, some people might think all time. I mean, I know the younger people think Carmelo is a better player all time than Patrick Ewing. Yeah, that could have been Melo. That could have been Patrick Ewing. That could have been Carl Malone. It could have been John Stockton. It could have been a whole lot of people. But it's his damn list. If we drop if we drop Melo coming out of college into the draft and we drop Patrick Ewing coming out of college into the draft, I think we all know who's going first. Like no, Patrick, Patrick Ewing Patrick, Patrick went Ewing, first how good he was. with a bunch of other Hall of Famers behind him. So Yeah, people forget how good yeah. Patrick Ewing was. He, he yeah. kinda it kinda gets lost, but he was that guy. Um so I'm, I'm just saying, like, I will probably replace, like, Melo with him, and that's no shade at Melo because, you know what I'm saying, stay Melo, hashtag stay Melo. That's my guy and all that. But, I mean, I just think that, Paul, that um, it's a pretty good list, actually. Outside of it, like, I think that his list is actually pretty good. It is his opinion, as you say. But it's also not a bad list. Dan Marino goes on everybody's list. Like, you start the list with him. Bubba right. Chuck, both the Chucks, Bubba Chuck and Chuck Barkley. So you're going to have three three people right there. You're already going to take up the list. Now, yeah. like, who do the other two? What's with the cats having a problem? I'm talking about somebody said that his his list made no sense, but they didn't disagree with the people. They disagreed with the order. Yo, does it matter? I mean, <laughs> like, like how? You got to stay out of those. You got to stay out of those groups, dog. They're gonna drive yeah. you crazy. No, I, I don't. I don't speak in them. I just like for real, for real. I use these groups for topics now. Like I've I've taken <laughs> your advice, man. I I really haven't gotten into an online sports argument in a long time because I really don't say much. Yeah, man. I really don't say much. I use these groups for topics now, man. Yeah. Protect, protect. Power to the people, man. Y'all can't see us, but I I got the fist up in the air right now, man. Power to the people, man. I got definitely, definitely. I gotta protect my mentals, my mental health. (laughs) Yo, I haven't been. I had my life hasn't been threatened because of a sports take lately. You know, maybe when somebody put, like, some pole-biting stuff up, I put some question marks. That's all I did. You know, somebody put a Steph Curry stat up the other day, and the topic of the the, the, the caption said, LeBron makes it look easy. And LeBron ain't have nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. I just put some, I just put some question marks up. You know, he, he, if you want to bite Bron's pole out of nowhere, then go ahead. This is all a part of growing old. This is like, growth. Because watch this will happen. And about growth. 10 years No, ago, man. I don't. I refuse. See, see, Jimmy be putting it on age, man. No, man. Dick Eaton was never cool. <laughs> it was no, never cool. Never cool. You're missing what I'm saying. You're missing what I'm saying, man. You're missing what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is they are going to be pooping on Bronson. There's always the next guy up. It's almost like the, the backup quarterback syndrome. Like, it's the next mm-hmm. guy up, and and the, the previous guy wasn't wasn't it. Like I tell you, the only reason the only reason Kobe gets his just due now is because he's no longer here. Like he was on his way to being written out of it, out of it, and Brown will be too. That's the thing. Like you're going to see it over time. It's interesting to see. How yeah. I mean, they they, they got they got Jordan playing against plumbers his whole career. Like they ignore this everybody good that he played with. So, he, so, Jordan played so, with plumbers. <laughs> So the thing is, it, this is this is a constant thing, and and also the thing about it is, 
I'm not saying that, um, you know what I mean, um, Richard Ryan is cool. I'm saying it always existed. Like, yo, I've literally been in fights for uh, people trying to fight me because I didn't say Jordan was the greatest. Like, literally. Like, so yeah. it's always existed. I remember you and I was almost going to get in a fight. <laughs> it's always existed. It's just that social media has given people a place to show their Richard Ryan. That's all it is. But it's not, it's not that it's new. I mean, listen, we talk about humans here, man. Humans, like you said, is all about emotions, man. All right, man. So those those were the list that had the whole world up in arms. Uh, we're gonna go to the phone lines. We're gonna, gonna be even more mad because the phone calls gonna be real quick tonight. Cause we gotta get to Fred. We gotta get to the grind topics real quick and get to Fred. And we gotta try to do all that in the next six to ten minutes. And the phone calls. So Tobias, you up first, brother. Let's go. The hell are you talking about? The hell you talking about? Maybe I could have told you on the BS list. Hey, but anyway, I have good brother, so don't waste. Hey, I had a I had a spin of week in God's country last week. I got to be off in the shirt. Here's the thing, right? We we got to be honest about these lists. I saw a video I posted. I saw it talking about the five most overrated NBA players ever had Isaiah Thomas in there, and they were talking about analytics. I was like, I was out. Uh, You know. But if you, if your Laker list doesn't include Slava, Mepidinko, and Smith Parker, I don't want to hear it. But uh, true, true. <laughs> but Doctor, but like people get mad at his opinions. But I want to get on this NFL draft. I know Fred. I know what the hell he's talking about. So he will be talking out of Jin Yang again. And please ask Fred who Miami opens up with first game of the year. I don't care what <laughs> nobody says. The Cincinnati Bengals. If they don't pick that offensive lineman Sewell or Rashawn Slater, they're fools. You just watch Joe Burrow get broken in half. And what are you going to do? Pick a receiver. How is that going to help your quarterback not um, not be in a wheelchair by week six next year? I think they what happens – Yeah. And, and, like, a lot of these teams, what they don't do is build inside out. You can find receivers later in the – they talk about running backs you can find later. You can find Goodbye. receivers Goodbye. later in the draft, too. Goodbye. We've been telling people that for a decade, man. Yeah. We've been telling people that exactly what you just said for a decade, and then Rob is going to come on here and talk about cornerbacks and receivers for the next 10 years. It just yeah. is what it is. He's more representative. People like the big play, the splash play, because it creates emotion. No one pays attention to what fat people do in the trenches. Beeline in a little bit. Ask Patrick Mahomes how important the offensive line was in that Super Bowl. Yo, to your your point, the greatest play I ever saw Patrick Mahomes make, he was literally horizontal to the ground, running for his life, about to die, and he threw the ball 40 yards, like two feet off of the ground. Greatest physical – it was physically impossible, but it's because his old line was shot. Yeah. But go ahead, man. All right, and I'll B, say this for Dev Ron. Got all got... Thirty seconds that he got left. Hey, yeah, hold on. I'll <laughs> say this last thing because B also took it. Uh, the NFL draft. Can we just be honest? Let's be honest, guys. It's all guessing. Somehow we got pundits who are in the offices of these teams saying this team may be interested in Mac Jones. Oh, they want Trey Lance. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know Justin Fields is slipping? Did you know what board they on, or you went on a too early mock they made in twenty nineteen? when you didn't know Zach Wilson was coming out or Mac Jones or Trey Lance. And speaking of Trey Lance, I'm not knocking a kid, but how do we know any of these guys are going to be great because of measurables? We see this all the time. It's where you go. 
And if a team can wait on him, we'll see what happens. But I think what people are doing is found Patrick Mahomes, but they got to forget, he went to a great organization. He went to probably the best quarterback coach in the game who got Kevin Cobb paid. I always use that one. Ask Arizona Cardinal fans about Kevin Cobb. <laughs> it ain't that situation. It ain't the same situation. And, guys, I know you got to go because Dad will cut my time next week some more. But you guys have a good one. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers won out, fellas. Peace, guys. All right. We, we holler at you uh, during the draft. Well, time, the Austin. <laughs> we holler at you during the draft. country. God's God's country. All right, um, we got Rob calling in from out in Cali. Rob, what's going on, good brother? Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. What wide receiver should we draft? That's five seconds. Yo, yo, it's your boy Big Rob, aka. Yo, I'm looking by the time that I get to Arizona. All my money is spent. All my goddamn rent. Ain't no party is mine. Not the jackass or the elephant. Yo, shout out to P.E., man. What's up, man? Shout out to P.E. You got a minute left. What up, Rob? Okay, okay. You, you heard Motor Mouth, Motor Mouth a thousand minutes. He's Motor Mouth got me. off. He got off the, the, the call quick. Don't act uh, like we gave him no extra time. You're going to spend your time talking about him, man. We're going to hang up. Okay, 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 okay. Um, this draft, I was, you know, I, don't, I, I ain't got no... I mean, the, I do believe Elgin Baylor should should have been on the on the Lakers list. The only reason why he wasn't on there is because you know, like like uh, B. Austin said, yo, Phil Jackson laid it down. And hey, quick question, quick question, and I give you, and, and we'll give you a couple extra seconds since I'm asking you a question. But why, like the list was most important Lakers, not not greatest. I mean, which greatest? Sometimes that's going to make. And he went work for the Clippers. I'm about to say, like, important Lakers. Elgin Baylor, we know he's one of the best Lakers players of all time, but why would he be top five important Lakers? He didn't even win a chip for the team. He went and worked for the Ops, man. He went and worked for the Ops. And I'm not knocking when you go work for the Ops. You definitely did. But I'm not saying, you know, I'm not not one of those chips or the end-all, be-all, but for a franchise who won 16, 17 chips, if you didn't win one for them, how would you even jump into this conversation of most important Lakers? I mean, but I Elgin mean, was on the squad. You, Elgin, Elgin won a chip, but at the same he was time, Wilton Elgin him? went and worked. Yeah, at the he, end of the three, him, he, Wilton, Jerry. He was, but he, he and, was the and, 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 and he was one of the, you know, I, was, I hate to say the originals, but yeah, he was one of the original Lakers, you know, when they sexually moved, you know what I'm saying? Nah, when he moved from Minneapolis to L.A., so this day he went to eight NBA finals but never won a championship. Yeah, he never. Yeah, he, he never wasn't won on that squad. He, he wasn't never. on that squad. No, he, uh, no, he must have left right before they. Yeah, he left. Yeah, he he retired. Oh, he, he left. Was, he was like thirty seven. What the hell would he, he was like thirty seven? He also worked for the Ops. To me, that's the biggest thing. You can't go work for the Clippers and then you know, <laughs> yeah. the greatest Lakers. You work for the Clippers. He did. He 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 did. And you know what? It's it's sad. Uh, I know a dude worked for the Clippers, and he said, man. Oh, oh yeah, he retired in seventy one, seventy two. He, he, the the yeah. Knicks won that year. So and <laughs> and 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 and, Damn, and, and I do want to say that I do want to shift gears. Shout to Jenny Bush, yo. If I ever get those, if I ever get those jams, man. If I get about to get the jams like that, bro, I'm getting, I'm, I'm hooking y'all all over for for course I see. Even Tobias, man. But anyways, man, yo. Um. I think when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles tonight, 
I I wouldn't mind for them step back and pick the offensive lineman at that position because you know, for you be all offensive lineman kind of uh, it, it's piss poor. Now, if y'all talking about it's not exactly true, uh, Rob, the offensive line was injured. We actually have one of the best offensive lines in the in the league. But if you if you lose the guard that you just paid a ton of money to, you lose both your tackles. I mean, Kelsey well, we, was we the only dude it. of the line that played every game last season. So them we, being pissed poor is not exactly true. We, we gave up sixty. We, we gave up sixty-five sacks, and I think. Okay, but you also, didn't just hear what I said, did you? You, you, you didn't hear no, anything. No, no, I no, no, no. I understand that. You don't I, I, I agree. I agree of with you. Of course, you, you give up sixty-five when most of your linemen are second and third stringers. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But it's cool. No, I don't I, mind them giving one either. Though. If you want to strengthen that spot, hey, do that. I'm all for that. But yeah, 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 your yeah, reasoning, the two, is not exactly true. Is what I'm saying. That's all. I, yeah, but you, you got most of our, you know, most of our, I mean, Lane Johnson, Jay, uh, uh, Kelsey is are in their 30s. You know, they're the older team. We, you know, we we need some people, Jay. You know, that left tackle position still suspect, even though Jordan Maluda, excuse me, Malata filled that position. I wouldn't mind the draft. I wouldn't even mind them drafting it at, Twelve, uh, because to be honest, if because of the way I'm hearing, both of those corners may be gone, and and I do want to be awesome. I, I do want to be I have to be awesome, be awesome this question because he's a skills guy. He's a skills uh, guy. Him, we we gonna have to he gonna have to give you answer offline though. You got way more time to buy it, so we don't want to hear it. Go ahead, uh, ask your question. Okay, oh, oh, okay. I want to ask this, and I want to ask this for Fred. Um. Or, or no, actually, it, 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 actually, this is gonna be a question for, for all y'all. For all y'all, do you Good. think? Do you think because a lot of these players, whether they be quarterbacks, but but, but I, I see this more. I see this more with the cornerbacks. They're get, they're playing a scheme, and they're not really um, they're playing a scheme. They're not really knowing how to play the corner position properly. You know, they're not really focusing on on relying on their technique. They're playing cover bail. They're playing press. They're, they're playing press a little more. I mean, it's good to play press, but it's just, but 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 I don't think in the NFL they're gonna give you that type of friend that they gave in college. You know. And, Rob, and, what's the and, question? And, what's the question? The, 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 the question is, which which do you think corners today uh, that coming now can be coachable to rely on a technique, or what what is it that Stops like a guy like a couple years ago, like Trey Ways, that was a high prospect. I think one of the first corners drafted that he cannot transition and be in the elite corner there. Like, what what is about these DBs that they're not teaching in college that preparing them for the NFL? You talking, you talking about know? Trey Trey Wayne? Right. Trey Wayne? Yeah, Trey Wayne. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Okay. You, man. Thanks yeah. for your call, man. Uh, be right. we, that. We love you. We appreciate you, man. Definitely. So we holler at you next week, but holler at us on Facebook during the draft if you like or, or dislike what the Eagles do, man. Peace, good brother. My man. My man. Dutta man. All right, B. <laughs> Answer that real quick. <laughs> um, that was a lot to digest. Pause. Um, I, I guess there's no, there's nothing that can prepare 
a college kid to play corner in the NFL, especially now with the way the the rules are slanted 90% towards the offense. Um, what you what you hope for is one of two things. You find a physical specimen like a Patrick Sertan too. Um, he's probably a bad example because his dad has worked with him since he came out as a testicle to be what he is right now. So that's kind of a bad example, but he does have the physical tools and, and prowess that you look for. You say, all right, this dude is, is from another planet. Now let's give him the technique and let's hope that he works on it himself. Or you're looking for a Marcus Peters who is from the lineage of like an Asante Samuels where he's consumed so much tape. He studies so much and he understands offensive schemes and, and the game to a nuance where he can gamble and make plays. You have, you know, you have a Marcus Peters, you've got the, the young kid, uh, Diggs, Diggs' little brother for the Cowboys. Those type of guys are less about the physicality and more about the, the studying and the knowledge of the game and the tendencies. So, so you, you either get a combination of physical prowess and mind and skill, or you get, you know, you just get a, you just get a baby gorilla out there that's just a physical specimen. But it's, it's, it's really not something you can teach all the way in college. Although these kids do go to seven v seven camps now early, and 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 the game is is changing, but it's it's Jeez. it's really got, up to seven v seven good drafting. At like eight and nine years old these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They are. All right. So real quick, we're not even gonna have you know we we're not gonna have our regular conversations about these topics. But Jimmy's gonna tell us. Real quick, what happened? We're going to have a rapid-fire round of while y'all were on the grind. So, Jimmy, uh, you know, give the topics out. If I need to add a couple of quick details just so everybody, you know, understand what happened. And then y'all just give the, the first first response that comes to your mind about it. <laughs> Yo, man, why you on the- first thing that, first thing that comes to your mind, and then we're going to go out of here with a final 10 minutes with uh, Fred giving his last thoughts about the NFL draft. Yeah, I'll be very brief, man. Why Why You On The Grind is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. But um, real quick, although, uh, what happened while you want to grind? Ohio bar owner refused to play NBA games until LeBron is expelled from the NBA. Uh, NBA. He wants him expelled. <laughs> F-O-H. Um, this, this is you because... Anybody goes there. This is because LeBron's tweet that we talked about last week when he when they tried to act like he threatened the cop that killed Micaiah Bryant. So because of that tweet, this dude said this, and he was another dude that came out and said, he said, this is a quote, they just need to play the game and that's it. Their opinion doesn't really matter. They're using their position to push their opinions, and that's just not right. So to this dude, I say F you. He's another piece of trash white person that makes, you know, their whole race the threat to our race that we've always seen them to be. Um, you know, this is just that piece of trash thinking. And it shows, you know, he, those type of people bring the other ones out because his bar, they claim, and the whole area has actually done better since he said that because so many people are in agreement with him that these guys should just shut up and dribble. So F you, cuz. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. Oh um, 
Next one, uh, Brockton, Massachusetts, the name of street in honor of the late Marvin Hagler. Congratulations to uh, him and his family. Shout out to um, Marv. That's where he's from. So word. They're going to name it. Just real quick, my bad, Jim. Just They're going to name it. It's going to intersect with Petronelli Way. That's the site of the gym where Hagler was trained and managed by the Petronelli brothers, Goody and Pat. Shout out to, to Marvelous Marvin. And rest in peace. Um. Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul are, is scheduled for June 6th. Um, I don't watch now. Boxing is, boxing is dead. Boxing is dead. Embarrassment to the pugilistic arts. That's all I'm going to say. There is no such thing as boxing is dead. Yo, speaking <laughs> of that, though, the UFC went public today. So shout out to the UFC for becoming a publicly traded company. But um, that's either here nor there. Um, Chiefs tight end, Sean uh, Culkin, becomes the first NFL player to convert his entire salary to Bitcoin. Here. The revolution is happening. Uh, <laughs> whoever Sean Culkin is on um, in relation to McCulley. Shout out to this bull. But they put this dude out here as a plant to overshadow the black dude who did this a year before. Now, he didn't do his whole salary, but that's what this is. But the, the, the only issue with this, Jim, and I'm going to be very quick with this, the black dude who did it last year, the cat for the Lions, I believe, you know, he was somebody who was a 100% definite member of the Lions. This dude, they're saying... You mean, he, what was Russell O'Koon? Russell O'Koon was the brother that, right. uh, that did it. And he said the only reason he couldn't do 100%, he said, because his wife wouldn't let him. Right. This guy, they're saying if he's vying to be the backup starter behind Travis Kelsey... He would be paid his $920,000 minimum salary by the Chiefs in U.S. dollars, but in turn will convert it to Bitcoin. This dude got to make the team. So this is much ado about nothing. This is, this is on some uh, – what was the, the gay dude who got drafted? And he's the first openly gay dude to Yo. blah, 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 and then he didn't even make the team. So I, in turn, he really wasn't the first openly gay NFL Michael Sam. This is Michael Sam. This is one of those stories. That's the dude that made passionate love when he got, when he got drafted. Bitcoin, but he ain't even sure to make the Chiefs team. So, you know, shout out to Why you. Why you got to say his name for the sassy, be awesome. Yo, shout out to Michael Sam for having sex when he on camera when he got drafted, man. Yo! Now, we definitely got to move on after that. And shout out to – um. To, to Skyview in the chat room when we were talking about all that and we were talking about Bernard King and, and, and all of those dudes, he typed in the chat that Albert King was nice. Yo. He was. Skyview Yo. will always, yeah, but Skyview will always is, take the lesser of somebody, you know. Yeah, Skyview in the chat room. I don't know if Anil is, I don't know if Anil is there in the chat room, but shout to her anyway because Yo, and they'll bake some cookies, and those cookies are absolutely insane out of this world. I, Dev, I know you got some as well. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, shout out to Anil. Yo, how comes I ain't getting none of her cookies? I mean cookies. Whoa, <laughs> doctor, that's not yeah, what we're talking about. I'm talking about the cookies. Shout out to Neil. Yo, out of pocket, yo. Shout out to Neil for her. <laughs> she said, OMG, hello. <laughs> I meant your cookies, man. <laughs> Out of pocket. All right, man. So these last few, these last ten minutes, we're gonna talk some uh, NFL draft, which actually begins at the top of the next hour. 
So, of course, we got the homie Fred Purdue on the line to give his final thoughts on this. You know, I'm going to ask him a couple of rapid-fire questions about some some topics related to what might, you know, some stuff that might affect what happens in tonight's draft, well, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday's draft. So without further ado, we're going to go to the phone line. We got Fred Purdue on the line. Fred, what's going on, good brother? It's about Hello, that time. what's going on? Yeah, shout out to Fred trying to close all HBCU sports and convert it all. Y'all know Fred. Y'all know Fred gonna be on the couch for three days straight. It's about that time. Uh, Part of the No Moisture Club. Look, look, we got some some stuff to ask you about. Like I said, we're gonna rapid fire Mm -hmm. this because we only got about ten minutes left. But before we get into the stuff that you know, I kind of came up with earlier to ask you. You know, there was some breaking news uh, a few hours ago saying that Aaron Rodgers has expressed to the Green Bay Packers that, you know, he he doesn't want to be a member of the team in 2021. We know they already had their ups and downs and whatever the case may have been, but and we haven't heard it from 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 Aaron Rodgers' mouth himself. But assuming that this story, this rumor is true, what impact do you think this could have on 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 the NFL draft this weekend? I mean, we know they already went out and grabbed a quarterback last season, which probably started the turmoil. But but what could this possibly do? You know, not even just for the pack. Like this could be a domino effect for other teams and what they're trying to, you know, take off the board with the with the thought that Aaron Rodgers might be fair game on. You know, when I think of these quarterbacks, first he, first Russell Wilson did it, now Aaron Rodgers is doing it. I love what these guys are doing. I mean, if the situation is not what you want, they want to move on from you, go go get uh, put your powers out there and say, look, um, I want to go somewhere else. I want to go where I can win. Now, granted, some of the teams that <laughs> allegedly are being thrown out there, like the Raiders, you're never winning there. Um, San Francisco, that kind of changes things in the short term, but you know, when you look at a team like that, why not? I wouldn't. I don't think they're in position long term to win with him. So, you're Fred, kind of I also heard position. that he said, like he tried to push them to accept the trade offer from the Forty ers Are you a, any bit surprised about that, considering the Forty ers was the start to his embarrassment on draft night, taking Alex Smith and kicking him to the curb? I'm not. I'm not surprised. I think the Shanahan's, are, regardless of his mic um, or whatever, it's just these guys, both of those, or Kyle, those guys are just master play callers, and I think that would, he would be perfect for the offense. It's just, you know, do you want to move? Because you're, you're moving off of Jimmy Garoppolo. It is what it is. Um, and But do you go after him now, get Aaron Rodgers now, draft whoever you draft, let that guy sit for two to three years like Aaron Rodgers did? and then unleash that kid later. I mean, it makes sense, but... And and this is why I'm thinking if Aaron Rodgers isn't traded right now, like prior to the draft or when the draft starts, then I don't think this announcement will have any impact on the draft whatsoever because people are going to be like, okay, if, if if I can't offer tonight's pick in a deal to get Aaron Rodgers then everybody in the draft is just going to go ahead and go out, draft who they draft, and then put together 
another package to try to get Aaron Rodgers post-draft, and it won't have any bearing on who people pick, even if this team is going to make a strong run at them, even if they need a quarterback now. Because just like you said, Fred, a lot of these teams are going to be like, okay, if I can't get them now, tonight, mm-hmm. then even if we need a quarterback, we still draft that quarterback. Because Aaron Rodgers, if we, even, even if we get Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to be here for a long time anyway. So that's why I don't yeah, really think this announcement – right. I don't think this announcement really impacts the draft. You agree with that? Uh, yeah, I don't think it impacts – Pretty well, I'll say this. Top 15 teams drafting not named New England. I think New England, you can kind of throw that one out. But everybody else, top 15, yeah, no. I don't think it affects them. Um, wild card, and I know this one kind of sound, might sound a little crazy, but New Orleans wanted to get in the top 10. Their salary cap sucks. Aaron Rodgers kind of is that that band-aid for a little while. You have a team in place, a really good defense. I mean – I was about to say, they have a team that's built to win right now. (laughs) Even though Drew Brees obviously don't think so. So, Indoor (laughs) team. On top of that, every team you're playing in your – two teams in your division, you yourself in Atlanta, uh, both of those teams are indoors, so you don't have to worry about – you know, the elements, you go down to Tampa, you don't have to really worry about elements. I mean, the division's a little easier. I don't know. I mean, New Orleans sounds like a good spot, and you got a stud receiver. So I feel you on that. You brought up New England, you know, your mm-hmm. New England Patriots, but we're going to talk yes, about sir. them from, from an analyst hat, not from a fan hat. Okay, I'll um, take, take the team hat off, okay? So you and I were talking earlier, and you were mentioning to me how New England has a deal and – a restructuring, you know, of a contract plan in place for Jimmy Garoppolo if they don't end up getting Justin Fields somehow in this draft. How, like, that's 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 kind of big news. Like, how do you see this going down? And what do you think they might be willing to do tonight to move up to get Justin Fields? Well, the the, uh, the Carolina Panthers have the eighth pick. To get from 15 to eight, you're probably looking at two first-round picks this year, next year, and maybe like a second or third-round pick to throw in there. Mm-hmm. I'd gladly give you that. I'd gladly, gladly give you that because it, tell me another another player that's better that you have on your roster, and I'm, and I'm going to say Cam Newton right now is not better than a young Justin Fields right now because Cam Newton, you saw what Damn. we saw. We Killed saw what, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> I mean, you can run the football, so, but quarterback is played from inside the pocket, and you have to be able to throw the football. And a young Justin Fields can do a lot of those things. Belichick will protect them with the run game, all of the weapons you've given them. Do you so really you think, you think Carolina um, will come off of that eighth spot? You know, even though, you know, they just signed Bridgewater to be the bridge over water. Like, do you well, think – do you think eight well, is not good enough for there. them? Do you Bars. think eight is not good enough for them to, to get what they want at quarterback so they just going to, you know, let him bridge that gap until they can get a better pick? Because that's the well, only way I Teddy see them giving up that eight pick. Teddy Bridgewater is now in Denver, so um, – yeah, but, I mean, Sam Darnold's there. I think that'll be fine. 
Why not? Wait, give what did I just say? Weapons? You said Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. Yeah, that's not that doesn't no, exist. Well, I'm, no, you're right. I meant because they just got rid of Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, okay, right. I got you. I got you. So he's the bridge in, in Denver now, and so they get their next quarterback. So right, and that's what I'm saying. Without them having, either. you know, with them having what they have now, because I, you know, do you think they're all in with? Uh, uh, Damn, who did they just get from the Jets? With, with Sam, with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam. You think they're all in with that? So they're willing to yeah. give up that eighth pick and and just roll with what they Definitely. got at quarterback? Why? Definitely. I don't think Sam Darnold's broken. I think the Jets are broken. So um, if you really look at it through that lens, if I don't have an offensive line or a decent playmaker at the running back spot, the tight end spot, or the wide receiver spot, Eh, I would think any quarterback would be broken. So, um, for yeah. me, why not? If you're Carolina, why not go? You already have good weapons. You have Robbie Anderson. You have D.J. Moore. David Moore from the Seahawks is there now. Christian McCaffrey comes back. Go get you a tight end, and you're fine. Get some pieces on the defensive line. Go get some pieces on the offensive line. Trade back. Get get extra picks, and you have an offensive coach. Go stir up the defense. And and hope and pray Tom Brady blows the knee out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's but uh, everybody, pardon me. Uh, pardon, pardon me. Cause I definitely was tripping about the way that I that I asked that question because I had already gotten that. <laughs> I had already gotten that Teddy Bridgewater. That. <laughs> I know. I already got that Teddy Br- Bridgewater to Denver bar off in the chat this morning. I tried to use it again, but I used it wrong. And what's even more crazy is the next question that I was going to ask Fred was about that particular trade. <laughs> the Broncos <laughs> traded for Bridgewater, but they – and that's the thing. I think I just put Carolina in the Broncos space. They traded for Bridgewater, but they still want a quarterback. I think I was putting Carolina in that mix, putting them as the Denver Broncos. So let's switch that last question over to the Broncos. They just traded for Teddy Bridgewater, but are still in the market for a quarterback. Hence, let me get my bar off one more time. They're using him, as it seems like everybody uses him, as a bridge <laughs> to get to their next mm-hmm. quarterback. I see what you did there. I see what you did so, there. So, what's, so okay. what's your thoughts on the Denver situation with Teddy Bridgewater, not the Carolina situation? <laughs> okay, so Denver, you have Drew Locke. I was completely wrong on him. Throw him away. I'm, I'm done with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is good enough to win you eight, nine games. Trey Lance is probably going to be the guy. I heard Tobias say something about him, so Tobias, if you're listening, Trey Lance is is probably the most talented quarterback. Talented, not better. I know that's a big difference. Talented, most talented pro-ready quarterback. Better than Trevor Lawrence? Probably so, but he's raw. And Paul. <laughs> so... Um, so I think he needs to maybe a year, possibly two, to just sit back and, and watch the mistakes of others sitting in front of him. And you let, unleash him once you fire your Vic Vangio and, you know, you know, let him go. Go get an offensive guy. I don't understand going out and getting defensive guys. They don't work. Who is the, who's the, who's the coach? Unless your name's Bill Belichick, you don't go get a defensive guy. I don't understand it. Get a young quarterback. Get an offensive guy. Make it work. Um, Man, if you don't, if you don't stop finding a way to prop up your own team every time you come on here. 
but no, we, I'm we know, like, we know, Bill. Like really think about, like really think about it. When you, if you really think about it, look at all these young quarterbacks, and you get these old stuffy defensive coaches that say we're going to win with defense and we're not going to throw the football. This is a, this is a throwing league where you can't touch anybody. Go get an offensive coach, Sean McVay. Um, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, you see what these offenses are doing. They're putting up silly numbers. I mean, even in, in Green Bay, I mean, LaFleur is making he, – I mean, he's got the best quarterback probably talent-wise in the NFL, but still the offense puts up numbers. I mean, Andy Reid makes Pat Mahomes and, – and the enemy makes Pat Mahomes' numbers look silly. Like a bad year for him now is going to be 4,000 yards. I mean – you see what these guys are doing. Why are we still going out and getting defensive coaches? Yeah. All right. I got I got two more for you. Um, mm-hmm. Julio Jones, of course. You know, they're they're basically saying Julio Jones could possibly be. You know, they're open to trade Julio Jones at this point in Atlanta. That is. Um, how could Julio Jones possibly being traded affect? or influence the quarterback choices in tonight's draft? Um, if you, I mean, honestly, I don't think realistically they're going to trade him right now. You, if they trade him before June 1st, he is going to cost you $23 million against the cap versus right. if you trade him after. So really and truly, unless you're maybe Baltimore, you have something in place, that's really a, as far as picks are concerned. Eh. Uh, but really, I don't think he's going to affect many quarterback choices. Atlanta should draft a quarterback, but you know I'm not in. I'm not pulling the trigger. Tight end or quarterback, you pick. I mean, who who changes your franchise? What do I know? So no, I don't think he's going to influence much. Um, and I think they want too much. They're going to ask for at least the second round pick for Julio, and well deserved. I mean, a bad year for Julio again is about like a thousand yards almost. 800 to 1,000 yards and five touchdowns. So I think it's all for nothing. I think if somebody tried to finesse and nobody bit on, nobody bit. So it is what it is. All right. And last but not least, before we get you out of here, we all know, we, you know, we, we, when we talk about this draft thing, we talk about quarterbacks a little too much. But, hey, it, it's, it's the sexy topic when we're talking NFL draft. So I want to know what you think the the chances are that maybe a six quarterback might jump into the first round tonight. Possibility? Yeah, definite possibility. Seeing as, you know, you have I, – I refer back to a couple years ago, a few years ago, when you had uh, one E.J. Manuel drafted, Florida State. Now, you know I love taking digs at Florida State, but it is what it is because it happens. So Florida State drafted EJ Manuel number eight. Uh, I'm sorry, the Bills drafted EJ Manuel out of Florida State at number eight, and um, the Vikings right. took Christian Ponder uh, at number ten, if I remember correctly, uh, from Florida State. Also, both of those guys were bust. Both of those guys were pushed up the draft boards. Uh, one Jake Locker. I can keep naming guys. Guys and quarterbacks are going to get pushed up the boards, um, but I can see two guys, Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. Uh, solid quarterback, but he, he is definitely not a first-rounder, but I can see him being pushed up just because of the value at quarterback and maybe Kyle Trask, who put up big numbers 
But because of what you saw in the bowl game, I think that's going to push him down. I've never understood a six a six six, two hundred and thirty pound quarterback having a just a average little man's arm, I guess if you want to call it that. He's very <laughs> stiff. But I mean, you when you watch him, when you see him, you want him coming off the bus first. But he can't. He's not throwing. He's. I mean, I've seen Baker Mayfield has a stronger arm than this guy. So, um, but. He's accurate, and he put up big numbers. I could see him also being pushed up simply because. Yeah, uh, you you can't be six six two thirty six thrown like Chad Pennington. I can't. <laughs> Definitely. And <laughs> another name I'd like to throw out there, and and, I, and I'm I'm gonna really this is me throwing shots. So I'm I'm taking shots at, at some of these people that love him. But Davis Mills out of Stanford. Um, if you close your eyes, <laughs> so you might see um. Andrew Luck a little bit, but it's really a dream. It was all a dream, you know. Biggie said that. Close your eyes. Uh, it was all squint a dream. real, squint real hard, and <laughs> maybe pluck your eyes yeah. and you have some tears in it. Then you might see yeah, Andrew Luck. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I mean, a poor man, Andrew Luck. You know, the one that lives underneath the bridge. It's a box. He's under a box. It's raining. Oh. Yeah, that guy. That's the Damn. Andrew Luck you see when you close. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> but quarterback is just such a high value position. If you hit on that guy. You, I mean, you get a Tom Brady, you somehow get lucky sometimes. So, but yeah, quarterback can be one of those positions you guys can kind of. You might see a six quarterback. Some team will be silly. All right, well, there you have it, everybody. Um, the last few thoughts from from Warren Sports correspondent Fred Purdue before this 2021. Uh, NFL draft starts. Jacksonville, you are on the clock in about 15 minutes. We're going to see what Jacksonville is going to do with that number one pick. So, Fred, you know uh, we'll be in touch with you on and off throughout this whole thing. Definitely want to thank you for your time, especially through these last, you know, few weeks leading up to the draft, uh, giving all the, the listeners out there all this good information. And we will talk to you again next week to do kind of a post-draft recap um, segment. So uh, tell everybody before you get out of here where they can find you on social media, where they can uh, hit you up and talk trash to you and some of your predictions don't come true, and where you can reply to them and, and, and talk trash to them when some of them do. So let them know. Uh, you guys can catch me on Twitter, Fred Produce CFB. Uh, I'll be analyzing every pick tonight. Uh, I know somebody's going to be disappointed. Um, I'm just saying, Justin Fields for the Patriots. If it happens, I've been talking about it for two <laughs> years. You can search my timeline from two years ago. I've been saying it, and if it happens, I I have the jersey already being ordered. There's there's no Homer um, comment that they can't find on your timeline about the New England <laughs> New England Patriots, and no I matter if it comes true or not. We'll have two black men as, as, as quarterbacks, one and two, QB one and two in New England. Never say anything about my team. Both went to PWI. Oh, my God. All right, man. We holler at you next week, man. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. All right, Britt. All right, and we're about to get up out of here, everybody. But before we do, I just got to let you guys know what happened this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Sports the Book. Greatest sports book ever written, written by War Room Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. If you guys are tired of reading that old bull <laughs> that consists of a lot of the stuff we talked about tonight, lists, you know, people getting mad at other people's opinion and imaginary rankings and starting lineups and stuff that got docked, you know, got people going to Doc's neck, 
subjective information that people actually pass off as factual information, man, make sure you pick up sports. Smart people only read the sports. Um, it'll make sure it'll definitely keep you on the edge of your seat, keep you laughing. Just go to sportsthebook.com or get your copy from our website at warroomsports.com. Just make sure you get your copy. April 29th, 1981, Phillies ace. Did they even call them aces back then? Steve Carlton becomes the first lefty to strike out 3,000 batters. We like to give the Phillies some props because, you know, we're losing this franchise in baseball history, so we got to say something nice about ourselves. We got to give Steve Carlton some props, and we like to give this historical moment some props. Salute, Jimmy. Where you at? Yo. Out of here. He, yo, he awkward. He boxed lefty. Yo, before we get out of here, though, I just want to tell Tanil, listen, I appreciate you. That's all I want to say. And be all things, be quiet, bro. I just want to tell yo. See, y'all, y'all, see, I, I got one more thing in before you get us out of here. Because we're going we gonna to big you up right now, Tanil, because the cookies and everything do beat a bomb. But I just want some cookies. She, she takes care of my family weekly. From baked goods to 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 man, they they bought us some some jerk chicken last week and some ribs along with the cookies Yo, and the chocolate cake. Yo, first of all, Tanil be trying to she be trying to thwart my thwart my efforts. I still said it wrong. Thwart my efforts to get back into my high school body, but it's cool because I'm still working hard over here. But I don't turn down no grub. Yo, so you know, keep it coming. Austin, but. I don't know if you've seen Dev lately. Yo, Dev is skinny now. Yo, Dev, Dev, Dev is taking. Yo, I, I seen. I peeped. I peeped. He gave all the weight <laughs> to me. Yo, I am. As we as we as we do this show, I am rocking my gym shirt. My gym shirt from high school. I haven't been able to wear that in twenty some odd years. Well, let's get up out of here. Yo, so Word. real quick, um, for those for those trying to seek that thought picks, it's onlyfans.com slash dmax wrs. <laughs> we out of here, man. <laughs> we out of here, yo. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room. Everybody channeling via social media. We appreciate it. Pete, this right. Tune in here next week, same time, same bat channel, and in the interim. Go to our hub, warroomsports.com. You can find everything we do at warroomsports.com. Make sure you enjoy the draft. Make sure you go uh, slander Fred Perdue with all his wrong information because that's what I'm going to do. But listen, <laughs> everything we do at Warroom Sports, give my book, Sports the Book, also at the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on top. Hey.
brothers, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef, no. Fortress, secret, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beef mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best sports cat? You better name us. War Room Sports. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.